Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, my mom will be joining for a Mother's Day episode, and we will discuss advice on the mother-daughter relationship. She will be sharing some motherhood advice, her motherhood journey, and some of her favorite memories with motherhood. And we'll share some of our favorite things about each other as a mother and daughter. This episode doesn't need much of an introduction because, as you all know, Mother's Day is coming up, and I know I brag about my mom all the time on my podcast and social media, so I thought, why not have her be my special guest right before my Mother's Day? My mom is absolutely my rock, my best friend. I really don't know what I would do without her, and I'm just so grateful for her and all that she does. And so now I am excited to introduce you all to my mom. Um, So mom, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kathy White. I'm a mother of three beautiful girls. Uh, I, in addition to that, I've raised a niece. Uh, I'm currently now a Gigi through that niece. I am a pet mom of one. We used to have another puppy. So for 15 years, I was a pet mom. Grandmom, I'm sorry, of two. And um, that's who I am. Oh, I'm a wonderful woman wife of a wonderful husband yes okay so thank you for being a part of today's show so how are you i'm doing well how are you i'm doing okay you know mom it's exam season so i'm just kind of stressed but we're almost done so yeah yes finish Um, strong yes as you know i try so (laughs) Um, so before I dive into questions about your motherhood experience, I wanted to do like a little segment to just quickly talk about mother-daughter relationships and for us to just express a few things to each other. So first of all, as you know, mother-daughter relationships are one of the most complex relationships. And I personally think this is because both are girls. And I know for many reasons, girls and women tend to be a little more catty and hormonal and emotional. So I think um, those just conflicting one another is what really makes the mother-daughter relationship have those bumps in the road. But I think it's the teenage years when a lot of mother-daughter relationships hit those bumps in the road. Um, And I know for sure that's like when me and my mom had like our issues here and there. Um, So I think also just moms and parents in general don't want their children to repeat some of their mistakes, which is why they can bump heads. But I feel like despite the mother-daughter conflict we have, me and my mom are very close. So mom, what's your take on this? I would absolutely agree. Um, We are extremely close and I thank God for that. But yeah, those teenage years were absolutely the, I wouldn't say worse, but they were definitely rocky. Um, But being that you were the third daughter that I was raising, I actually gave myself some grace knowing that uh, it wasn't because the other two babies were not my biological. It's just that during those teenage years, you guys are um, trying to figure yourselves out, uh, entering puberty, thinking you know a lot. And yeah, they were very um, interesting to be the least. and trying and yeah. um, not to mention that I'm about to enter them for the very last time <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with the last daughter. Yeah. It just for our, my listeners to know that my younger sister and my mom's last daughter, she is the most intense out of all of us. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a journey. So yes. Um, <laughs> So what advice from a mother's perspective would you say that you need to have a quality mother-daughter relationship? I think you, um, and this is what I tell a lot of young mothers, you definitely need to keep the lines of communications open. Um, You need to have it where your daughter is comfortable coming to you with 
anything and uh, just have an open mind and let them be able to express themselves without being judged. And what helps me with that is to remember that I too was that age. I too went through some of those things. So definitely keeping an open um relationship uh let them feel comfortable coming to you without being judged uh you definitely have to keep those lines of communications open because um as tatiana's often heard me say this i would rather you tell me and let us figure it out together than to make some huge mistake that you can't take back yeah and that, that I would agree with that advice to you because my mom has always been like you can tell me anything and I'm like okay and I know it's like weird because it's like you know you don't want to like tell your mom stuff it's like what but like yeah I think having that open line of communication is really important and I know like some people don't really have that relationship with their mom but if you can, I would advise to do that. And like from the daughter perspective, like I would say like also in addition to that, to just have a quality mother-daughter relationship is like two main pieces of advice is that um, one, to listen and also just to have like quality time, like actually hanging out with your mom. Um, like I know listening can be hard and you know, I still don't listen to my mom all the time, even though I probably should, but just try not to dismiss everything that your mom says because she has had more experience in this world than you and she could be telling you like very valuable things and there are just so many things that my mom have told me at the time and I'd be really annoyed I'd be so mad because I'm like she just doesn't get it <laughs> but then years later I'm like oh like okay like my mom like you were right you, you actually had a point <laughs> so definitely just take the time to just listen to what your mom has to say sometimes and I also um said taking the time to just hang out with your mom because in any relationship and bond like just taking the time out to have one-on-one -on -one quality time will always just allow growth and plus you just never know um like you know when someone's last day is so it's like just it's very important to build those quality bonds with you. now i just want to do a little like positivity moment i guess with my mom so first i want us to say one favorite quality we have about one another um so i'll go first um so mom um, my favorite quality about you is your caring and resilient spirit um you always care for everyone around you and you will drop everything for anyone whether it's for family friends even like you said my dogs so <laughs> um and the care that you show people especially to like your students like it really just will stick with them forever and it's the fact that just despite all the trauma and the hurt and just like all the loss that you've endured in life like you just still remain really resilient and you still love and you still care for people with all of your heart and I always tell you it's really inspiring to me so okay and my um absolutely i think favorite about you is that um you've taken on a lot of those same attributes i see that you're caring and i think the um thing that stands out the most is you're such a good friend to everybody uh and that's awesome because that's i always try to instill in you guys to um just be a friend because you never know what that person is going through and i can see that in you um you listen well to others in fact you've helped me to be a better listener uh i don't always i like to talk a lot so now just talking to you sometimes helps me to reflect or listening to you i'm sorry helps me to reflect and be a better listener so i think uh, mm -hmm. well one of because I have many uh, attributes you're, and also that you're so hardworking and um, you don't give up easily and you push through uh, I could just name a number of things but I would just stick with the fact that you're such a good friend you're a good listener to others uh, uh, yeah and you're such a hard worker like you never give up. You've always been a hard worker and um, you just don't give up easily. And that makes me very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I always, um, yeah, I always feel like that's one of my favorite qualities about like, I feel both of us, like that's how we're very much alike is the fact that 
people come to us and that just makes me feel better and like I feel like we're not one of those like we're not mean girls like you know like we're always those people that like the weird people that people would deem as weird like we're still like hey like I'll be like your yeah. friend <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah and I also you know I have to I guess also thank my dad for that being in the military and yes. mom. yeah so it's like and yeah like you moved around with us too so yeah like you know that we <laughs> have no choice but to try to be friends with people because we know how it is to be the new person and right so, absolutely yeah. um so now the next <laughs> question um we're gonna say one lesson that we've learned from each other so i'll start again um so of course like you've taught me a lot of lessons but i will just say one because we would be here for a while <laughs> but you taught me um how to know one of my favorite lessons is you taught me how to know when to let go of what's not good for me and you of all people like you know the amount of just toxic relationships and the amount of toxic situations and people that I've been around um and so I never like wanted to let them go because I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and you would just talk to me and you would just give me the real and very uncut advice about how you have to let go and now like with everything that you've said to me like I've just learned to be able to let go truly with what's not good for me anymore and that's one of my favorite lessons that I've just used forever so yes. <laughs> uh, um, one lesson that I've learned from you and it's been several uh just imagine that I'm the oldest, but I do learn. Um, it kind of piggybacks off of what I just said. I've learned to communicate to people better um, just by listening to some of your situations and how you handled them. Uh, I, I listen, I think, better um, just listening to you. And then um, I communicate better. I uh don't hold things in because I, I just kind of take on some of the things that you do. And actually, believe it or not, I um I think I'm a better planner because of you as well. Like, because um, I'm like, hey, now if my daughter can plan and be on time, surely I can. So I, I've, I've learned a lot through looking um, and watching you. Um, and it's making me even a better person on my job. And at this age, I communicate better. I plan better I I'm more prompt <laughs> so yeah <laughs> and we're very thankful for that because my mom listen you guys like she used to be late to certain things and then it would just be that would be a whole fight <laughs> back to the mother-daughter relationship so I yes but my mom I will you can see her she's doing a lot better with her time so <laughs> But also, like I tell you guys all the time, my mom is also just superwoman in the flesh, so I can understand. She has a lot to take home, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all right, this is my last question. So before I get into like the more motherhood specific questions, um, we're just going to do like a fill in the blank thing. So um, I'll start again. Um, so my mom, the fill in the blank will be like, my mom makes me laugh the hardest when blank. Um, so I would say my mom makes me laugh the hardest when she makes up scenarios. Um, so <laughs> um, she'll be like, what if I just like broke out into a full choreography in the middle of the grocery <laughs> store and then like she'll just demonstrate what dance she'll do and it's just hilarious and like and so I feel like my imagination like it definitely comes from her so yeah um so okay mom you can fill in the blank my daughter referring my to daughter me. makes me laugh actually this is something new that we have both been <laughs> dying laughing about um so like I used to say this all the time anyway but I guess it's a popular trend right now I'll say with your silly tail self so now we like she said we'll make up a very crazy scenario and we'll add it with your silly tail self and then we both like die laughing I mean for minutes on minutes and um, it's just hilarious uh, 
another thing I know that makes her laugh and kind of makes me laugh too. She knows if I'm in the grocery store, I'll just spark a conversation with anybody. And sometimes I'll mumble stuff under my breath. Um, just something real silly. And we're both like dying laughing and can't stop <laughs> to the point where it's almost embarrassing. Like we look at each other and we're like, no, we really need to stop. And then we'll start to laugh all over again. So yeah. So I think our newest thing is adding silly tail self to the end of anything and just die laughing behind it. <laughs> yeah, we you may say silly tail self or we'll say like crazy tail self. Yeah, crazy tail Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also just like another thing that I think we more so do as a family is the whole like um when we're like watching a movie, like I like I feel like my family, my parents are we're the best commentators for movies because we'll yes. be like We'll be like, uh uh, no way, uh uh. (laughs) Yeah, she's right. And I think Harold's better at that than anybody. Like, sometimes it'll be a segment and he will reenact like the whole segment, but putting his own words to it. And we're just dying laughing. So, yeah, we're a crazy, silly family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but even just like in real life, if we see like an interaction going on, but we can't hear it, we're like, okay this is what they're probably saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah my parents are yeah truly one of a kind i'm very grateful so <laughs> um but yeah so now we can get into more of the motherhood specific questions so the first question that i have for you mom is during your pregnancies like who are the first people that you told and how were you feeling Okay, I'll talk about yours first. Uh, Well, uh, probably only yours. So we were stationed in Biloxi, Mississippi, um, probably only married for about a year, but I um, already had my niece. I had my bonus daughter. So it was pretty much to the point we really didn't need to wait as a couple. So we were trying... to get pregnant probably a few months and then finally and it was like literally the best present ever and it's such a coincidence that we're doing a Mother's Day episode because it was Mother's Day morning um I'd taken a pregnancy test and I saw a very faint pink line and I ran in the room I was shaking Hera and he was like you're not pregnant. And I was like, yes, 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 it's pink. And so he was like, okay, well, don't tell nobody yet. And so he heard me on the phone because I talked to my family every um, weekend and he heard me whispering real low and he just walked by and shook his head. <laughs> so like, I was so excited. He was like, don't tell everybody yet. And I was still telling everybody. So um, yeah, we were very excited. Uh, and I found out on Mother's Day, morning and then the next best thing with your pregnancy was that you were born um 10 days before my birthday so i'll never forget that you were a very special mother's day gift that year and a birthday gift the following year (laughs) yes and that sounds like a very much my dad thing to say of like the whole uh you're not pregnant (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> That's how it used to be, just like anything. Like I'd be like, "Yeah, like I'm not feeling good." And he's like, "You're, you're fine." <laughs> yeah, and it was just like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now, you know, I know it's probably surprising, but like you do realize you're like about to be an empty nester, kind of. Yeah. So how does that make you feel? We're actually excited because, um, believe it or not, we've been parents. Really, the entire time that we've known each other, we've been parents because um, I took on my bonus baby. So we are actually excited to be able to just see what adulthood is like without children. I'm sure we're going to miss everybody. I'm sure I'll call y'all more often, but I think we'll enjoy. We'll get to travel a little bit more. other than waiting for the summers, but I think we'll kind of like being empty nesters. Wow, okay. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that answer, but <laughs> we're gonna miss we're gonna miss you guys, but literally our whole adulthood we've had kids. So yeah, I don't know. I understand. Happy to see what it's gonna be like to not have any. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you yeah, deserve it. 
Yeah. Um, and so now that you've been a mom for like quite some time, if you could go back and give your younger self advice on motherhood, what would you say? I would just say, um, and I think I may have said this earlier, to give myself grace. I was always a little hard on myself thinking I wasn't getting the things right, but in looking at it and looking at all of you, well, everybody except Daisha, entering adulthood, um, I think I did a pretty good job or we did a pretty good job. But I just remember as a young mom being really hard on myself. But I, like I said, hindsight, I think I got a lot of things right. <laughs> yes, I think so too. I think that we all needed you in our own way. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, you know, my older sister, Shan, and my cousin, Courtney, like I feel like we each specifically needed you to be our mom so we yeah really and it's funny and every relationship was uh unique in its own special way so i totally agree with that and, and to this day is unique in its own special way because i'll get phone calls from all three of you and it's funny the different scenarios that i have are always still different but i love them all i look forward to getting them and um the fact that they all, well, all of you still call for advice, that means a lot to me. Oh, yeah. I call, like, I always, I've read everything by my mom. I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to talk to my mom about it. And if my mom says it's wrong, then it's, I'm like, I will feel bad and I will apologize. But if my mom <laughs> understands my point, <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, you definitely, like, out of everybody, like, if I get confirmation from you, I'm like, okay, like, my mom is not going to steer me wrong. So <laughs> I try my best not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so also, just like a bit of a follow-up question is, like, how significant of a change do you feel from when you first started being a mom to, like, now? I have so much more experience with it. Um, I'm actually, it's funny, I'm a little bit more laid back to the fact that you and your sister always say Daisha gets away with everything. It's not that. I think Kara and I both are old. <laughs> We're tired. We're like, okay, girl, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we're a little bit more laid back now um, than we were with the uh, three of you uh, older girls. Yes, I yes, I feel like my little sister. She used to do a lot more, but I, and you used to always say that you used to be like, yeah, like when Deja gets older, like I just feel like me and your dad are gonna be over it. So, but I didn't think y'all were serious, and like y'all are serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so also, like, do you think like any of your kids or like any of us just remind you of yourself growing up? Um, both um, you and Daisha. And it's funny, I think um, Daisha probably more than you because you are, <laughs> I think, and people, I, I try not to show any difference and I don't think I do but you're really sweet and nice and dangerous <laughs> like I was a little bit I was bossy at times and it's like she's giving it all back to me um I was a sweet little girl too but I was definitely bossy and I can see that in her and it really annoys me but then once again I have to step back because that's exactly who I was and then for you I think you get my kind heart um in spirit but uh yeah deja is challenging but i can see a lot of myself in her so i try to yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know they see that too they were like usually like you get it all back when you have kids so yeah well that that's that last (laughs) baby is definitely gonna give it all back to me Um, and so is there um, anything like growing up that you swore like you would never do to like your kids like like you know how like if you're like a kid and like you have a curfew and you're like when I have kids I'm never gonna let them like stay out or like I'm not gonna give them a curfew like were you ever were there any things that you swore you would just never do yes and um, I don't know if you've talked about it yet but I was raised primarily by my father so by a man and I would just swear I'm like 
oh, please just give me a break already. He was strict. He was a man. I was a girl. He was strict. And then when you came um, and started dating and was in high school, I absolutely did everything that I said I wasn't going to do. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I think your daddy was a little bit more um, relaxed than I was because I'm like, wait, what? You saying yes to that? Oh, no. <laughs> so, so I would say being strict because I used to always say, I can't wait to get out of this house. He's so strict. And then there I was when you were in high school. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, I definitely think that, like, I mean, I don't have kids, but I feel like, you know, when you have children, it makes a difference. You're like, wait, okay, I can understand <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely and i was actually gonna ask you that too so like do you feel like you were more of the stricter parent or my dad or you feel like you both were equal in that area it was definitely me and um that surprises it surprises me and it surprises a lot of my other friends they were like you were strict i'm like yeah i was and not that we held you in but i was the one who had to like really think about it and then meanwhile Harold was like oh yeah cool I'm like what <laughs> even to the point we, um, when we went to get your car like um, he really had to peel me out the house that day he was like yeah we're going to get our car I'm like no she doesn't need a car he was like what's the difference in her driving your car and having her own and I was just like wow we really about to get this girl a car <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I was really shocked like when I like I like I knew my like dad and like my mom like they got a car like whenever they surprised me one Christmas but like I I did not realize that my mom was the one that was like no and right. I think like even I guess I was shocked because both of you were a little iffy when I first even asked to drive to school so I was like oh like they were both probably a little iffy but I was like what you were the one that was trying not to give me a car <laughs> <laughs> yes um and so for this next question just like a little bit of like a backstory for this one um well like you kind of already gave it but like my mom like her sister passed away many years ago and she had a daughter which is my mom's niece who she's been talking about and my cousin and so uh my mom like she took her in and raised her we were raised like sisters and stuff um and so her name is courtney and she recently you know had a baby girl named christiana and love her very much and um and so now to my mom is a grandma and she you know like she said is a Gigi so um with that being said like how does it feel to like have raised all of us and now life is just coming in full circle and you are now a Gigi yes it's a real blessing because um that's literally and you've probably heard me say it a thousand times one of my prayers is to live to see um you guys as adults and then to see you start your own family so it's such a blessing um to be on the I almost said it's on the other side of it it was surreal even at the hospital I was like oh wow I'm really about <laughs> to be a Gigi and so yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love it and it's like I said, it's almost surreal to the fact that um, all of you, well, the three of you are in, in adulthood and um, Shan's married and she will soon have a baby as well. So it, it's just really, it's a good feeling to, you know, have seen you guys grow up and do well in life and now start your own families. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, um, I, and my mom is exactly how, like, I know I've always seen, like, the things on social media that's like, you know, um, when it comes to, like, some of the things that your mom didn't let you get away when you have children like they're like the greatest grandma let them do whatever that is my mom like she was like <laughs> she's like it's okay like you're Gigi's baby like I know you want me to hold you I'm like Okay. Right. <laughs> that is true because even they are like, yeah, you can't hold her all day. And I'm like, give me this baby. She wants something. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so my next question is like, what's one of your favorite memories with each of your children? Oh, wow. Um, 
with, and I'll start with, I'll start with you. One of my um, favorite memories, and it piggybacks on something we said earlier, um, you worked so hard in high school and I laugh about me being strict, but sometimes I would wish, I often thought, well, I wish she would have more fun and enjoy her um, high school years a little more. So the day that you got accepted into UF would have to be one of my absolutely favorite days because it was so deserving. I'd seen you work so hard. I um, had come in your room so many nights and thinking you were up talking on the phone, but I would find you with books all lying on your chest and falling asleep. And um, so it was so deserving. So with you um, getting accepted into UF, I knew it was your um, childhood dream. So to see it actually come to fruition was such an exciting, memorable moment. One that I'll never forget. Um, I'll have to go ahead and plug this in here. If Harold watches it, he's going to kill me. But um, uh, we were all just crying. And he, to this day, says that he really wasn't crying, but he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. And I'm glad that you said that because I talk about that story. Like I've talked about it a few times on my podcast and I'm glad that you are here to back up my claims. When I say that night, it was like, it was surreal. It was absolutely (laughs) one of the best moments, even a family moment. It was one of the best. Um, uh, And then with Shan, I think um, seeing her get married um, once again, it almost felt just like it did. Um, so I'm going to talk about Courtney and Shan at the same time. It almost felt just like it did. Um, I was able to hand Courtney her baby for the first time because she had to um, go under some tests and stuff after delivery. So with Shan, it was seeing her walk down that aisle and actually become a wife. Courtney um, becoming a mother and then Daisha because she's still growing I think I'll get to see so many more but I think with her is her uh, it's her competitive spirit with um, you Tatiana Uh, I used to see her not be so studious but as soon as she saw you that you received all those scholarships and everything she literally asked she was like what does she have to do to get those how did she get into UF so now I see a total difference student so to be to see her competitive spirit and to see her like she is rocking school now but it was such a it was a swift change when she saw that you were successful so and again she's the youngest so I'm pretty sure I'll see some more um and from all of you I'll see more but definitely her because she's the youngest so right now I would say her competitive spirit and the um She's just ace in school, like really rocking it this year. So I'm very proud of her. Um, proud of all of the girls. Thank you. I feel like we're a pretty good bunch. Yes, y'all are. You guys are. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so um, what is the, I know you probably have to think about it for a minute because it's like a very specific question I feel, but what is the nicest thing that you feel like each of your children have like done and said to you? Uh, I think with you, um, and we communicate a lot, just that I inspire you because that's my goal. I want to impact not just you, I wanna impact everybody I come in contact with. Um, And I say that because I'm a teacher. um, So it means a lot to me when I've touched a person and especially coming from my daughter that I inspire you. Um, I think with, did you ask from each one of you? Yes. Okay. Um, I, well, and actually, probably from all of you, yeah. um, that same thing that I inspire you guys. And that means a lot because that means I'm doing something right. You guys are looking at me and I'm doing the right things to inspire you girls. Thank you. <laughs> you too. I feel like you always just inspire me because like I said, just with all the things that you've gone through versus like me, like I feel like I did not go through all those things. And like, so I'm like, okay, like if my mom can push through and still go through with life and be a great person, then there is no excuse for me to not be a good person. <laughs> um, and so what have been 
just some of your proudest like mom moments it can be like something that you're proud of that you did as a mom or something that you're proud of that your kids did or like a combination of both and I'll use accommodation of both um the fact that um I have my master's degree but I made a conscious decision to go back and get my um, education specialist and I kept in mind even sometimes when I felt like why did I do this again I felt like I was showing you girls that um there's no end to success that um and I wanted you guys to be able to see me as a student a mom and um like I was working. So I wanted you guys to be able to see that in me. Um, so that was one of my proudest moments. And sure enough, I know it worked because I saw you work hard um, in school. I saw they should work hard in school. And I that's something I took a lot of pride in. I said, if they see me working hard and still being able to handle the household, go to work, then surely they will, um, you know, be hard workers. So I think that's one of my proudest moments. Yes. And it definitely was inspiring too, just seeing you um, <clears throat> being back in school while also being a full time teacher and a full time mom. So you did great. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and so, what has been like, because I know like motherhood has like the good and bad, ugly, all that. Um, so, what has been the most rewarding part of being a mom, but also what has also been like the scariest and hardest thing about being a mom? And I'll start with the scariest. And even to this day, um, it's whenever you guys are sick. I absolutely do not like when any of you are sick because there's nothing I can do about it. Normally, if you guys call me with anything else, I can help in any, you know, in some kind of way I can help. But when you guys are sick, there's nothing I can do but pray. And that's always the hardest part for me. I just absolutely hate when any of you are sick or um you know, experiencing something of that nature. Uh, and the most rewarding, I think I've kind of touched on that um, already with you entering UF, um, Shan being married, Courtney having a baby, and then Deja being such a hardworking student. Yes. I yeah I think yeah um my mom is very worried <laughs> when we're sick um and yeah like to the point where like even if like like I'm pretty sure I remember there's been some times my mom has been like a little under the weather herself and she's just more worried about us and she's like no, it's fine like I can be sick but <laughs> she was like and so yeah she's yeah very selfless so. yes um <laughs> And so what are like some ways that like specifically for me and you that you think that we're similar and then some ways that you think that we are different? Um, I touched on that too, but I think um, we both have kind hearts. Um, we are caring people. Um, we're good friends to others. Uh, and we're different, I think, with, I don't know how we're different. Um, I can't think of anything offhand uh, that I, I'm trying to think. Um, I, I think know. we're different in a way of that. Um, I, and this gets on my mom's nerves, but I'm very like, I feel, I don't know if OCD is the right term, but I get very like, I, like it has to be a certain way I don't like when certain things change and my like I'll ask my mom I'll be like okay do you think I should do this instead like you know I had a photo shoot for my birthday party um not my birthday party but my birthday photo shoot um I had one recently for my 20th birthday and I was trying to decide if I wanted curly hair or straight hair and like there was just issues with the whole curly hair things so I was like okay should I do straight and I asked my mom and then she said yeah I'll do straight and I was like well actually I kind of want to do Curly, and my mom's like, okay, so why did you ask? <laughs> yes, so you're right. I, I didn't think of that, but absolutely, I think that that indecisiveness, and when you go back and forth, yeah, that's a bit <laughs> annoying, and you already know that. So, <laughs> yes, like that. Like my mom is always like, what do they say, like you just you can't just ask somebody, and then you just don't even follow what you just what they told you. So. Right, right. <laughs> um, and so these next two questions are all. Also, just specifically about me as well, like 
what career this was just like a spontaneous question it was like what career did you think I would have like when you saw me growing up what did you think like you know what she's probably gonna do that when she's an adult well, um, at one point, um, because again, you were able to go to school, like be in the schools that I taught at. And so at one point, I remember, um, I think you were probably, it was probably when I was a reading coach, I think, and you used to, I saw you mimicking like some of the teacher things. And I was like, no, absolutely not. You are not going to be a teacher. <laughs> so at one point, I did think because you were with me so often, um, and you saw the things that I was doing as a teacher that you were going to become a teacher. So I was really glad when you decided not to. Not that I don't love my career field, but I just wanted you to be able to do something different and um, better than what I was doing. So Yes, that was definitely on the radar for like, I think, yeah, like you said, because we went to the same elementary school that like all my years of elementary, I went to the same one you taught at. So it was always like I would go in my mom's class and like write on her whiteboard and pretend like I was a teacher. But then I think the key moment was when I like transitioned to middle school without her and like it became kind of real. And I remember there would be like some like projects here and there throughout my classes where we would get to be the teacher for the day but like actually come up with a lesson plan and I was like oh no I was like I just would never do this right so yeah uh middle school was that changing point for me so yes um I think you kind of touched on this a little bit but like are you like just are you proud of the way that I turned out as a young adult like am I the type of young adult adult that you thought I would be you absolutely are and more um, than what I thought you would be. Uh, I'm just super proud of you. Um, I recently, it's funny, I'm going to share this story. You probably don't know this. I recently went on a job interview and this mm -hmm. question was asked, um, what makes you proud? And I immediately talked about not just you, but my family as a whole. Um, but I'm super proud of you. Like I said, I've watched you grow into a young lady. I watched you through your high school years when most people would have been out partying, having a ball. I watched you study and you, just such a hard worker. And that just makes me so extremely proud. In fact, like I said, I learned a lot from you um, as far as your planning aspects. And I can say your dad helped on that end too. You took more of his role in that area, which um, in turn made me take it. I'm like, hey, I can't be the only one in this house procrastinating <laughs> and not planning. And, um, you know, I was like, yeah. So it's funny. I think it was until you, I saw you with that work ethic. Not that I'm, I was lazy and not pulling my weight, but I, it was things I could have done better. But watching you do it as a young adult, I'm like, surely now if my young adult daughter can do this, I can do, I can be better at this too. So yeah. Um, yeah. Just your work ethic and how you, you really grind. You, you have a lot of hard work. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you. I feel like I do have like great supportive parents that have helped instill that in me because one thing about my parents, they did not play about grades. That was like so serious. So, um, and definitely like my dad, like I very much like I used, I know me and my mom used to get like frustrated all the time because like when we would go on trips, my dad was like, we we're doing this at 8 a.m. We have to be on the shuttle to get to the amusement park by 10. And I was like, oh, God, like, oh my gosh, it's like a vacation. But then it's like, I see myself doing that. Like, it's to a point where when I talk to like people or, or when I call my parents once a week, I have to write a list of like, okay, I have to tell them about this, this, this happened on Tuesday, this happened on Wednesday. <laughs> like, so it's so bad now. And she's like, telling the truth <laughs> to the point where I'm like, hey, did you finish your um, bullet points yet? Yes. <laughs> so I can know when to jump in. <laughs> it's my room do it too like I'll like try to play it off and glance at my phone I'm like okay let me go to the next bullet and they're like are you reading a list I'm like I'm so sorry I'm like, like yeah it's bad like I feel like like I said I don't know if OCD is the word but it has just been my organization skills lately I think college has really just amplified it I'm like it has to be ordered so like, you're helping a little lady over here that didn't <laughs> Oh, I, I do learn from you guys. I learn from you. 
So yeah, you're definitely helping me because now I have a planner and I've just, I've learned a lot to the fact I'll tell people now that, um, like I used to just say, yeah, I'll be able to do that at such and such time. But now I'm very much like you. I'll say, hey, um, if I don't have it in my phone, I'll say my paper calendar is at school. Can I get back with you? So yeah, you helped me in that aspect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and so I know like my grandma, like your mom, like passed away when you were only two years old. So my final question is for those people out there who have lost their mom or they don't have like a mother figure or a mom like for this Mother's Day, what advice would you give them? And you know, I'm gonna give them the same advice. I cannot take credit for this one. Um, my younger cousin, and we kind of grew up like sisters too. Um, I, uh, this is something your audience won't know, but um, probably until I was 18, I absolutely hated Mother's Day. For that reason, I didn't have my own mom. So I had a lot of aunts. I had sisters. I had my best friend's moms, but it, it was still not my mom. So I absolutely hated Mother's Day. So when I was 18, my um, younger cousin, Demetra, she's a singer. Well, I've always been, um, my family laughs. I've always like been a teacher at heart. Like I used to teach them and I'm, I, I'm a very good reader. So she was like, Hey, um, on our 18th, on our 18th, well, on my 18th birthday, because she was younger, she was like, I want to do something in the church. And I was like, girl, no, I'm not doing that. I don't like Mother's Day. And she um, talked me into doing it. So what she did, she led a song. And then um, I read the scripture and we literally had the whole church standing. So that kind of made my turning point to um, like, hey, I can help people. I, I mean, I have a kind spirit and I can help others. And so um, moving forward, same cousin, um, I was still like not in love with Mother's Day, but I was getting there because I, I knew my niche. I was like, hey, I can help other young girls. And so when I had um, you and she and she was like, hey, she and she randomly called me. She probably felt it in her spirit. She was like, listen, she was like, we don't have moms to celebrate. But she said, let your daughter celebrate you. And that stuck with me. Like, it was big. I was like, wow, you're right. Because here I am being down and out, not realizing I have little people that are looking up to me and they needed me. Um, so I think those two things were turning points for me. Um, and I, I will always give her credit. Well, God, too, that um, he basically put it on her spirit to talk to me about both things. Um, so the advice that I would give is find out how you can channel that. Um, because yeah, it's still a hurtful time for me, but I was able to channel, channel it in the fact that I, I know I can help other young people now because, and these were older people actually at church that day, they were like literally in tears crying and praising us. Um, and then I realized I have to be a good mom. And I think that's why some people say, oh, your girls are spoiled. They get the world. It's not that. I'm giving them the relationship that I didn't have. Um, mm -hmm. So I take that to heart. And not even just you girls, even the young people I teach, they know I treat them extremely well. And I have these hard conversations with them. And I'll tell them at the end, it's because I love you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I channel that energy as well. I do. Um, I, I try to help people, you know, and I, and like I said, I think I know I've done a good job because you guys, you call for advice. I have girlfriends that call for advice. So yeah, yeah, that's how I dealt with it. <laughs> and of course, praying, 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 you can never pray enough. So yes. <laughs> yes. So I think that was really great advice, you know, for anybody that doesn't, you know, I always try to, I think that's just the empatheticness in me is that I try to um, be cautious of, I feel like, you know, your story helps me be cautious for things like Mother's Day and Father's Day, just like knowing that there are people out there that don't have those people. So that was really great advice. And yes, you did great. And I feel like you are everything that your mom would want you to be as a mom. So I think you did really great.
Um, and so um, thank you, Mom, for being a part of this episode and just sharing your motherhood journey and your memories and advice. And I just want to wish you a happy early Mother's Day. And I just know that I would not even be one fourth of the woman that I am today if it wasn't for you. And you have always been there for me with advice, love and support and care and just everything. And you literally share every single podcast post that I create and everything. Um, And the bond that we have is unbreakable. And I just thank God that he chose me to be for you to be my mom. Um, And so there isn't enough words to just describe how great you are. And I love you so much. (laughs) And likewise, I absolutely love you more. Um, You've making me so proud and I cannot wait to see what else you have out there. I see greatness in you. I've always seen greatness in you. You're just, you're everything I prayed for. I, um, Uh, even when you was in the womb, I always prayed for this kind of relationship and um, bond that we have and that you will be a smart, intelligent, beautiful young lady. Um, Yeah, (laughs) because funny, no, I I literally did pray for that. I was like, and God, out of all the things, I also wanted to be a pretty baby too. (laughs) So yeah, um, you're everything that I prayed for and I'm so excited and I... It's just, I mean, yeah, one of my greatest gifts in life. One of my greatest gifts in life. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so now into the heart to heart segment. So the Motivation Monday quote of the week was, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. And so I thought this quote went well with this episode because I think a big part of motherhood is realizing you can't change like some of the things you may have done wrong or wish you could have did better. So instead, you just have to work work in the present. And I believe in general, this quote really needs to just stop focusing so much on the past because you can't change it, but instead work on the present and change how the course of your life goes and how you know it ends and so um, and how your motherhood journey goes. And so, you know, it's just like some of the movies, like some movies, like the beginning might be bad and you might be tempted to just cut it off. But if you keep it on and you keep going, you will see that the plot begins to change and it gets better and it turns out to be a lot better in the end than you thought it would be. It changed the course. And so I think that's really just how it is in life. Um, It's just important to change and grow and not stay stuck on the past because our past does not define us and we should always continue to work on changing for the better. So mom, do you have anything to add to that? No, um, not really. But um, everything that you said, I totally agree with. Um, You just have to push forward. I always say um, finish strong. Um, No matter how you started, let's finish strong. I tell my kids that at school. I tell you girls that um, you're right. You can't change the past, but you can definitely change the ending. You just got to push through and finish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Like you can't change yesterday, but you can definitely dictate your future. So, yeah. Um, so thank you so much again, mom, for being a part of this Mother's Day episode. And I love you and thank you for all that you do and for being the most amazing mom and person that the world just lost us with and you will forever be appreciated. So. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana and on Twitter at Talks with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind and keep fighting the good fight.